say momhood? Momhood. <gasps> Funny. Welcome to mom. What's wrong? No, I'm just so excited. Oh. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, great. Here comes the tears. Right off like, the Like, what's bat. wrong? We're at momhood. Here we are. No, uh. I'm just so excited. I'm so excited. Like, my stomach hurts yeah. from just being so happy to have this like space to do this with. Well, I just love how ever since I've met you, I've learned so much from you as a mom. Really? Mm. No, it's inspired me in so many different ways. And it, it really started this conversation that I had with my other mommy friends. It's like, why don't we talk more about like what's important to us and what mm. we like to do as a mom instead of comparing yeah. what we think we should be doing? Well, I think that was, at least for me, I feel like when I realized that there was something to really be gained, because like I've always been the like non-mommy friend person. Like, I know. <laughs> it doesn't register to me. I feel like I look at other moms and I don't relate. Mm-hmm. And so then I just want to shun it and be like, no, I don't want to be made to feel like shit. So I just don't want to be there. Like, screw it. But I think that once we started talking so much and I realized that you had your way, which was so different from mine, mm-hmm. and I learned so much from it, but it didn't make me feel bad or insecure about my own. It was like something about celebrating the differences and taking the bits and pieces that you can make your own and work for you. And then just saying, no, I'm just not that kind of person and releasing yeah. it. Like, I I don't know. Like, it was different than I thought it would be. I it's, just think there's something empowering about knowing, like, what kind of mom you are. Yeah. You know, and knowing, yeah. like, okay, that's definitely not the kind of mom I would be like, but I learned something from her. Or, like, gosh... When I'm in those moments in momhood and like in my mothering journey, like I want to take like a page out of Orly's handbook. <gasps> yeah. That makes me so, that it surprises me so much only because you seem like you have everything so like, it's so well thought out and it's so like, you I'm know what it's I'm definitely not a spontaneous be. person. No. That's so true. Right. And I've told you this before, yeah. like when I had Millie, my two-year-old daughter, Millie, I really mentally and physically and spiritually trained through pregnancy for her birthday. And not just because I had a water birth and I did hypnobirthing and didn't use medicine and all of that, but really just, yeah, I'm a very intentional, purposeful person. But I think that I don't want people to think that that purposeful equals perfect. Because I'm on my own journey too. That's a quote you should write down. Okay, let me take it Nailed it, yeah. Purposeful does not equal perfect. Yeah. Um, and I, the other week... Uh, you didn't write it down. You pretended. I'm literally okay, writing it down. Okay, Yeah. Um, the other week on Instagram, I was sharing this really lame day I had that I put myself in that situation. Um, if you guys follow me on Instagram, I was sharing how I went to the DMV, not just yeah. by myself because that's like the worst thing you could do um, without an appointment. I went with my newborn son and my toddler daughter. Yeah, that's fun. And it was a disaster. I mean, I did all the things. I brought the snacks and everything, but like I tried to stay calm, but so many obstacles Mm -hmm. out of my control kept on happening. And I shared this on Instagram and I was flooded with messages from people saying, oh my God, Brandy, like it feels like nothing bad ever happens to you or like you don't have those same experiences as me. And it really made me feel like, oh my God, I had no idea that I had this side of people that that follow me on Instagram, not understanding like, guys, of course I have, you know, of course my daughter has tantrums just like your son and your daughter. But then I decided to share another experience that happened that wasn't positive. And I got more messages saying, 
hey, like we get that you have a bad day, but you're actually the mom that we follow wanting that positive twist. And like, you don't have to remind us that you're a normal mom because I come to your feed to be inspired, to like take the breath, to, to, you know, take that moment with my kid, to not lose my cool, to stay safe, to stay calm. And you know, it made me feel like, you know what, I'm going to own the mom that I am. Like I am a hippie mom. I am a like kumbaya mom. I am the cheesy mom. And like my daughter and son are my world. And I'm just going to own that. And and it took those yeah. sharings, you know, well, to inter- really understand it. It's interesting how it went both ways. It did. Like at yeah. first you got the feedback and you were like, well, man, I don't want to make anyone think that like I'm so perfect and make mm-hmm. them feel, it was probably came from a place of like, I don't want them to feel less than yes, because they compare. Who would? And then, but then when you did it again, uh-huh. and it's probably, honestly, we talk so much about this, like when you're not really being like authentic, like it's probably because like by sharing, yes. that's actually not your thing. Early, totally. And that's, why, yeah. yes. and that's why you got the feedback to be like, uh-uh, you're off course. Yes. Where? And it like, no, you are my, like, you are that grace that I need. I need yeah. to see your face. I need to be reminded that like, there's, if your kid's making a mess, there's fun in that. And you should let go of that control and just like embrace the chaos Cause I feel like a lot of people will message me and they say, you're so calm. Like I want to be that kind of calm. And you know, how do you not lose your cool? And it's like, okay guys, like this is what I do. And just walking them step by step because we all have those moments with our children where we feel like everything's spiraling. And then I remind myself that I'm in control. I'm the adult and I am deciding what kind of experience we have right now. Like, I need to be their safety because if Millie doesn't feel like I'm safe or I'm losing control too and I'm stressed, it just escalates, you know, and I'm giving her that secondhand stress. When I can just nip it in the butt and say, this is how the world works, it's going to be okay, you're going to just sit in your room and read your book, and mommy will be right here, and it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's one thing that I think I've learned from you the most is just to try to be more purposeful because... My way is definitely follow my gut at like at every turn. Like in this moment, this feels right. Great. Mm-hmm. In this moment, this doesn't. I'm not doing it. Like yeah. literally, just moment to moment to moment, what feels right to me. And most of the time, I feel like that works for me because I'm not setting myself up for expectations. I'm not comparing myself to other people, so I don't feel less than. Mm-hmm. I don't have mom guilt. I feel really like in my self. Like I feel confident and comfortable. But I think then I can also, that gut can take me into uh, mm-hmm. where I get frustrated and I'm, because I'm not in control, because I didn't have a plan at all. So I think looking, that's like one thing that I'm excited about with like the conversations we're going to start having is that I'll be able to like learn, listen to someone and it's almost like little folders in like my yeah. mom, like in my mom file where I can be like, Ooh, that worked. I'm popping that one in and the rest didn't. And that's okay. Yeah. I can take the one bit and make it work for me, for my kind of parenting style and just lifestyle, right? Like that's yeah. something that I think you and I keep talking about that matters to both of us is that we're like, as individuals, we're so different. Mm-hmm. So why do we think that we all have to be this? Why do we think we have to mom the same? Yeah. If we're so different as people. Don't you guys feel like when, as soon as you became a mother, you were put in this box of like, I have to act like a mom. I have to dress like a mom. Yes. My kids have to be my world. Like there's this expectation or maybe because your mom did something a certain way, you have to continue doing the same, the same way. And what I'm excited about with momhood is 
interviewing all these different amazing people from different yeah. spectrums of life and expertise and learning from them yeah. and just taking bits and pieces that work for you and your family and the other stuff that doesn't work like knowledge is power cool it might be able to help a girlfriend of yours or yeah. another mom but you can take what you want and kind of allow it to shape and mold the mother that you want to be well and because sometimes half of the time the way that you figure out who you are is by identifying in someone else what you don't like yes. like you know what they just said that thing and that is so not not me. And when you hear that, you're like, oh, okay. So what does that mean? I am, if I'm not that, then what is it on the other side? So sometimes totally. you can figure it out a little bit better so that you mold it mm -hmm. and you see it clearly for yourself. But just by simply recognizing when something doesn't sound good to you when you're like, no, 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 ew, I that don't like that. That is so true. And you know, I learned a lot from my sister. So my little sister, Sonia, is 17 months younger than me, but she has a 12 and 10 year old. So nuts. And so like when I was like 23, she had her first kid or something. Like I was so far removed from like what mothering was, but I've learned so much from her because she really set the tone for how she was going to parent. Mm -hmm. And it's totally different from the way that our mom raised us. Um, it took like all the good things that we liked and all the things we wanted to carry on and then we decided to just chuck the rest. I love it. But it's so interesting how when you see something that someone else does mm -hmm. that you want to do, you're all on board. And then what's cool is when they're doing stuff that you're like, oh, I don't, I'm not really into that. You're like, okay, I'm definitely not going to do that. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's, but, all, and, but all, like really knowing it. Like to me, mm -hmm. I think that when I have conversations with people, with other moms or whatever, and they have their way of doing something. There's this, it's like there's this feeling right at first, it's almost like the imposter complex. Have you heard mm, that? Like, yes, yeah. Where you, you just sort of assume that everyone else knows what they're doing and no one, you just don't want anyone to find out that you don't know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like that with, with parenting. None of us really know what we're doing, yeah. like 100%, right? Like we're following some something. We're following a gut or we're following like a... a, a a purpose or some something, but we don't really know what we're doing. So when you see someone else do it, you do second guess yourself because you just assume everyone else knows mm -hmm. more than you know. So it's like, I'll see someone and the only time that I will start to feel that little twinge of I might start feeling mom guilt is when I compare what I'm doing to them and I say, oh, Isn't I'm not doing it so like that. so stupid? <laughs> but if you could just live in a vacuum yeah. with your own unit, your friends, your family, your children, and look at them, like in this house, right? Like in this house, if it was just these walls and I looked at my kids and they're smiling and they're happy and they're giggling and I look at my husband and mm -hmm. I'm still completely in love with him and I, we're good. Yeah. What the, it's like, why does anything else matter? If we would stop comparing yeah. ourselves to other moms, we wouldn't even feel the mom guilt. It's a myth. Mom guilt's a freaking myth and oh, we all bought into it. It's so silly. That's what's so frustrating yeah. actually. Because no. it is. It's not a real mm -hmm. thing. We mm -hmm. just bought into it. And we all buy into And we certain... create it and we perpetuate it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We're going we're gonna to nip that sucker in the butt on mom. No. Mode. We're going to get rid of it. Oh, man. I love being a mom, though. I'm still in baby heaven, by the way. So my son, Sonny, is three months and a couple weeks old. <laughs> he <laughs> smells so, so good, good, you guys. He really does. If you guys are listening and your babies are older, I know you are so jealous right now because I'm sniffing his head every single night, like nostrils tighten, just like <laughs> so, and like sucking his cheek and his little thighs and like, oh, it's and so his good. Dimple. It's so good. But, oh. He has His two dimples. dimples. No, it's not. I know, they're so fair. cute. But, but what it makes me think of what you were saying, Orly, is like, you also as a parent, you only, not only you only know what you know, but you only know based on what chapter you're in. 
right? Like, oh, yeah. I haven't crossed the bridge where Millie's going to tell me that some boy broke her heart. Yeah. And God forbid, I actually went down this slippery slope the other night, and I started thinking about, like, what if I'm not around when that happens? Because I'm really morbid sometimes. Like, I actually put myself in the shoes of a lot of people in the news, right? Oh, where my God. life is a gift. Don't do it. And what if I'm not around when... Um, a boy that she's really into, and I'm talking just like in high school, breaks her heart. Like, what would I tell her? So I've started journaling because I don't want to miss any of those moments. Yeah. But sorry, guys, I can really go down that don't. that road. What are you doing? <laughs> I know. Punch you? No, no, no. But but what you just said right now about mom guilt is like you look around, and you're like, oh, does someone know something I don't know, or everyone knows yeah. what they know? But everyone only knows what they've experienced. Yes. So if you haven't experienced that yet in the way that you view the world and the way that you have set up your home and the culture of your home, you don't know. I mean, that's why parenting is so unique to each of us. Yeah. And our, and, and that's the thing. Like for me, I think what I get really, what I'm excited about on the, like here and stuff is also really servicing the individual, like the individual, selfishly me, literally like just me mm-hmm. and all the the stuff I can't wait to learn and all of that. But also just for everyone listening, for all of you guys, the idea that like a lot of you aren't moms. We know that because we get a lot of really amazing messages saying like, I'm not a mom, but I know that's coming for me mm-hmm. soon, I hope. And I just want to know what that world is like. And so yeah. there's a lot of that. There are people who are pregnant and, you know, again, aren't moms yet or we have moms. Um, and I think the thing that I'm hoping is that you never forget and lose sight of the woman you were before you were a mom and the woman you were before you were a wife. She needs all of the attention and care and love that the mom side of you gets. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be this very natural tug to say, mom's sacrifice and moms put themselves last. That's what good moms do. And it's this do. badge that we have yeah. to have. Moms have this... to suffer. That's what a good mom mm-hmm. does. Oh man, my mom, you know, like you don't have to do it that way. And you can create a situation where the individual is still getting, what are your passions? What are your joys? What is your, your identity hobbies. at work? Hobby, your, you know, your financial life, being mm-hmm. really educated in your financial life or your business, even just little things like, which I don't think are little, but like, beauty mm-hmm. and fashion things that make that are a representation of you so that when you walk into a room you feel like people know who you are because you're sending out a message like that's all important yeah and it will make you a better mom because the like individual in you is fully being taken care of as well and and also the big things the dreams and goals that you had before you became a wife and a mom that yeah. you still have that maybe you've put on the back burner yeah but you want to unlock unlock those within yourself yeah, I have a feeling, or at least I think, and I hope it's like not weird to share this with you guys, but like we have this very like special feeling about this place right mm-hmm. here, this like momhood place. And I like it, I don't know why, like it, I think it's like we were talking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. I see it so, so clearly and it's like it already exists in its full form, but we're just at the beginning. Yeah. And so the excitement of it, that's what's like my stomach almost hurts. Mm-hmm. Like the excitement of it to get, to start to get to the place where I can experience what I actually see it as being, because it actually feels like it's already built. Yeah. It's just like, just down the road. I just have to catch up to it. Well, also because we know it. We know that you guys need this space. This this space where you can have a community that understands you, that isn't just preaching the same thing that, you know, everyone's talking about. And and you know, for me, this is Brandy, just thinking about how sometimes there's there's that that mom group that all they care about is like, 
you know, bashing their husbands, Mm -hmm. being annoyed with their kids all the time, and, like, they can't wait for that 4 o'clock glass of wine. And listen, sometimes you have those days and you're like, I cannot wait to just have a quiet home and to just be me and my Netflix and wine. I get it. But it just feels like if you don't fit into these buckets, you know, or the mom Mm -hmm. that is, like, completely extreme, I only make all homemade, all organic. like Pinterest mom. Yeah, my kids will never be on screen time. It's just, why do moms have to be one extreme or the other? And I hope that we're creating this space, this community, where you feel like you can connect with us, that we are approachable, that the lessons and the things that we're learning from our guests and these takeaways bring value to you and your home, and that you don't feel alone in your motherhood journey. You know, if you've been surrounded by the same kind of mom and now you're like, wait a second. Oh, my gosh. I feel like there's some days where I am like Orly or we have a guest on, you know, coming up that's Liz, you know, that you can really just take bits and pieces of what we're saying and feel validated. Yeah, that, I think like what you were just saying about like it's always one extreme or the other. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this before how it feels like it's these like marketable trend moments in like yes. mamas. Like, oh my god! Like the trend right now is to just be like mom, like being a mom sucks and like mm-hmm. whine anybody and like yeah. and that it's that it's not actually people saying that because they feel it. It's just like the trend right now. Right. So this is the thing. If that is how you feel, Mm -hmm. you should freaking say it. Yeah. You should say it. Do the post. Say the thing. But don't just follow along with whatever you're seeing. You set the tone. Like, there's a million shades of gray in between the Pinterest mom and the Mm anti-mom. There's a thousand moms in between there. There's a million ways to mom. Yeah. That you can be. And that was actually why that became, like, our tagline we were thinking of it is, like, because there's a million ways to mom. There literally are. So if you are that mom who, listen... I have a glass of wine every night. Mm-hmm. Like that is me orally talking. Mm-hmm. I literally, mm-hmm. I have a glass of wine every night. And to me, it like signals the end of my evening and I love having it while I cook and I enjoy it. And that is absolutely part of my thing. But I don't want to put on some kind of image mm-hmm. just because like, well, that's what like the mom bloggers are doing right, right now. They're like, they're like <laughs> sharing their misery. Like that's the trend. Just to make sure that you're sharing what's actually happening because that's how you're going to connect with other people and you're going to feel real true authentic connection because you're being honest and i also challenge everyone that's listening to do this in real life you know so i'm part of a lot of these different mom groups and what i love is that i get to hear different perspectives from other moms but if there's a group of moms that are always one direction and you feel like you're nothing like them, whatever extreme it may be, stop surrounding yourself. I'm giving you permission to stop surrounding yourself with people that don't support who you are and are trying to make you someone that you're not, yes. right? Like, I feel like everyone says, oh, I didn't feel like my life started till after 30 because I finally was saying no to the things that didn't add value to my life. The same should be said for when you're a mom. Yes. Like, let's stop surrounding yeah. ourselves with people that don't make us feel good. Like, it's so easy. Say no. I am the queen of no. I've told Orly this a thousand times. If that happy hour with those people um, isn't worth being away from, not just my family, but myself, like that could have been me time doing whatever I want to do. And I'm just going through the motions Mm -hmm. because we've been friends forever or because when's the next time we're all going to get together. But I don't feel good about myself when I'm around these people or I just feel like it's kind of like a waste of time. Stop doing it. Yeah. You know, like I want to create a space where people feel... Um, feel like they can be themselves, but also feel welcome and feel like um, they're heard. Yeah. Because, well, we need it too. Like us being able to sit here and talk and share what's going on in our lives and getting the 
perspective of each other mm-hmm. is you know it's like we uh, we need it yeah i you mean know, all the, of my friends are different I, i've said this yeah. before like if if you have this if you're telling the same person that is exactly like-minded as you the same thing you're never going to grow from that relationship like here this is a perfect example that i could use your advice so mm-hmm. i had a work trip i was in boston for like 24 hours and <laughs> like not not even i flew in i landed at 6 a.m and i left that evening at 5 p.m so 12 hours whatever and my husband's work schedule has been really crazy lately. And I can I find myself sometimes getting resentful of his work schedule because it feels so unrelenting and it feels like his his coverage is guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Like if he works, he doesn't have to think or worry about the kids. I will take care of it. Either I'm taking care of them physically or I'm covering getting coverage for them. Mm-hmm. So because I was gone, I took the red eye Thursday was a day where it was like, well, someone has to sleep. You know, someone's got to be here at night, obviously. Someone has to take them to school in the morning, pick them up from school. Like, I needed it all of Thursday. That was going to be difficult with a sitter because Mike leaves at four in the morning. Mm -hmm. So, like, that meant someone sleeping over. So, Mike, like, coordinated to get Thursday off. He's normally supposed to have every other Thursday and Fridays off. That hasn't been the case for, like, three months, even though that's, like, the schedule is supposed to be. So, he gets Thursday off. So, then... He's got the kids. So there's two things about this that I found myself getting really frustrated with and I'm trying to remember like this isn't his fault. Mm-hmm. So we have a dinner. Friday night we have a dinner. And he goes, well, I said, so it's it's Donya's birthday. Can you come? It's in Westlake, whatever. And he goes, well, I have to work Friday because remember I had to get Thursday off because you're gone, remember? like I, I can hear th- the tone right from there. And I like... I was like, yeah, yeah, I remember. But, like, you're supposed to have those days off anyway. This shouldn't be such a huge fucking favor. Yeah. Not meaning favor to me. Like, meaning yes. at your job. This shouldn't be some big thing. So I found it. So not only Friday. Then he goes, and Saturday I've got to go in from, like, 5 to 1, 1, 1 a.m. It's not that bad. It's short. But remember, it's because I had to take off Thursday. So oh. I'm like, so I started getting, like, a little bit annoyed. Mm-hmm. And then I wake up in the morning. I get in from the red eye at 1 a.m. Mike had to go to work. So I was like, I can take the kids to school. Obviously, I'm home at that point. Connor in the morning goes, it's the walkathon today. Um, we have to bring a decorated shirt. And I was like, today? And he goes, I need to decorate a shirt. And I said, you mean you have one at school? He goes, no, I need to decorate a shirt. Meanwhile, I get the kids up at seven in the morning in order to leave by 7.45. And that's like just enough time for them, like slow poke yeah. status. Pajama, uh, put on their clothes, brush their teeth, get themselves dressed, eat something. I make lunches, we get in the car. I'm like, I don't have time to make a craft right oh now. Like, so I'm like, why didn't you do it with dad? He goes, well, dad said we didn't have time because we went to islands for dinner. And I just felt like, if you said you didn't have time last night, when did you think I was going to have time in the morning? So, like, I found myself getting so frustrated. Yeah, feeling I'm frustrated like, for you. But, like, I don't know who I'm mad at, really. Yeah. Because it's not, like, he didn't, like, do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, it's just, like, it It was, it's someone we're going to have on the show. Eve Rodsky's coming on the show. And she calls it she-fault. When things get defaulted to mom, it's, it gets she-faulted. Mm-hmm. It was, like, it got she-faulted to me. Because he was like, well, I don't have time tonight to make this shirt. And he's like, and I called him this morning. He goes, I didn't really understand what he was saying. Uh, also, I I feel like I mean, sometimes yeah. the male species cannot anticipate or multitask at all, right? Yeah, like, yes. moms, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. You have to lay it out for them. You have to write them a to-do list, the honey-do list. Then you have to check it twice. You have to walk them through it. Hold their hand the entire time. And it's just not fair. It's not fair it's that work, it Connor like. was put in that stress. 
you yeah and Blake's part of it because she's the little sister and she's like what's going on I mean what did you end up doing in that moment I ended up doing the shirt but I gotta say it was not a positive experience like I think about that now and that actually and it could really... have been bonding time with dad and Connor yes. or with me and Connor yes, had I course. known but like yeah. obviously that slipped through mm-hmm. the cracks there's a million emails from his school a million vol- a lot of stuff that goes on so I'm sure it just slipped through the cracks but like it's a bummer like that's what I do for a living and I literally could have had such a fun and made him something so cool and so special. And instead, I got mad at him mm-hmm. that he didn't tell me sooner. I got mad at him that he expected us to be able to do it in the morning. I got mad that he was pouting. I got frustrated at the whole experience in the morning. I, like, resented pulling my stuff out of the crafting closet to start, like, make Like, I... Yeah, at seven... Thing, everything you're saying is normal. Everything, everything you're feeling is normal. Everything you're saying is normal. But I think what's something to keep in mind, and um, I can tell you're getting emotional. Yeah, I'm like, it's, is that like tomorrow's a new day? Yeah. Like, th- like this morning, that morning that you're talking about, isn't really a big thing in Connor's mind anymore. You know, because you're yeah. such a rock star mom every other time that like when you have these experiences, like you keep thinking about it, but he probably went to school thinking, oh my God, I have a cool shirt. Like that felt like a game show because we were like throwing glitter everywhere and yeah. stuff. And like, this yeah. is so crazy. And it just sucks because your expectation of how that experience should have been was different. Like that's not what really happened. Your expectation of what should have happened, yes. and you didn't meet those expectations. You're right. It's the gap. And also, you're disappointed in yourself for mm. getting upset. Yes. Right. For the emotional side. I wish that I could have not been sidelined by the surprise of it, yeah. and have been like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. But yeah. I didn't. I didn't do that. So, and I think you're right. I think it's the it's the gap between the op- like the missed opportunity and the reality yeah. like this could have been something fun and instead it was this and it's that gap in that in between that space that I feel badly if I had just not had expectations and I'm like oh that would have been lame no matter what mm-hmm. I wouldn't feel bad but yeah. it's it was like a missed opportunity for me and Connor to do something that I do and what's also a bummer and you know you just said it like your husband, Mike, didn't think it was a big thing. He didn't continue digging, asking Connor, yeah. what do you mean? When is this due? Again, yes. Connor's six. Yeah. So, you know, he might not realize because his dad's finally, you know, it's been three months since his dad's been able to be here on a Thursday. Yeah. You guys are at one of your favorite restaurants. You guys, meaning yes. the three of them. And so, like, it's not Connor's responsibility, 100%. you know? And Mike also could have been kind of swept away in the moment. But looking at it outside looking in as a wife who also deals with those struggles which I'm sure a lot of you do your husband's really kind of missing the mark and then us having to pick up the pieces because they are so one-dimensional in so many ways and we're not bashing the husbands right now I want to make that very clear like we love our husbands they're different from us yeah it's just the male species like what are they able to handle all at once so you're also having those feelings too that were getting projected onto Connor and just the whole day yes And it's like, God forbid you were out of bread for sandwiches, too. You know, I don't know if that happened, but it's like, then things start racking up, and it's like, no one wants to start their day that way at all. 100%. Um, I know the kids already go to bed so early, but, oh, for me, I hate rushing out the door. And, like, I wonder if this could have, or if for future, if this can be avoided, but just waking up earlier. The kids, too. Waking them. Yeah, I wake up an hour before them so that I have the time to, like, have my coffee I like to journal in the morning I like to be able to like chill but but yeah I mean I could you know 
I can try waking well, them up. Well, it's also not, not, I mean, it just depends. Like, I think kids, you know, need their sleep, you know, just physically they need their sleep and developmentally their brain needs to sleep. Like, so many amazing things happen when we are sleeping, yeah. recovery and so forth. But I'm curious if mornings could be a powerful time for you guys because you are such a hands-on working mom yeah. that sometimes the evenings get just fly by between baseball and all the yeah, other activities yeah, yeah. and family dinners with extended family. Um, Cause that's something that I talk about a lot or that I've been trying to do. And I even um, partnered with a like-minded brand about this, about the importance of breakfast and like that time in the morning, because between work schedules and extracurricular activities that you're sharing with other families and people, like when do we get to have that, that time with just our core unit? Yeah. You know, cause weekends are like, a shit show. Yes, 100%. <laughs> so, like, during the week, like, yeah. why is that morning time important? And so, and again, so my that's... kids are so little, Orly. Like, you know, Millie's two, Sunny's three months. But mornings, I feel like, could be such a powerful family time where family meetings yeah. happen. Like, It's I an interesting idea. Yeah. It's an interesting idea that I haven't thought about because I prioritized the sleep for them. Mm-hmm. But if if I'm being honest... 20 minutes makes no difference of sleep, uh-huh. but would make all the difference in the morning. You need to write that, that down. Like, <laughs> yes. I mean, it's, yeah. but I, I guess like, so when I think about it that way. And even if it's cuddle time, like Mr. Yeah. A and I do something called quiet time in the morning. My husband, Chris. Um, this is, you're going to love this and also hate this guys at the same time. So it's beautiful. And gross. since we started, since we got engaged and then we moved in a little bit before we got married, we were living in sin as some people might like to say, <laughs> um, we started doing something called quiet time and it's basically just no phones. Um, we do watch the news because that's something that we enjoy and we have our coffee and we cuddle on the couch and it's just a way that we can just physically connect. Um, a lot of times the news is on in the background, but it's just time for us to have coffee, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And we don't feel rushed and so forth. And we decided to continue doing this even when um, I was pregnant, even when I had a newborn Millie and we had been up all night, and now even when we have a second child. But um, it's also something that we do now that we have this nuclear family um, is making a priority in the mornings to spend time together yeah. as a family and really sit around the table. Um, that's even another reason why I have this circle table in our home is just so that we can connect with each other. We can look each other in the eye, um, and not feel rushed out the door. So maybe it's cuddle time with the kids. You know, like I'm not saying the day has to start. Like, I mean, I have a feeling that, you know, Millie is not going to be a morning person because she likes to stay in her crib 30 more minutes. And I say, just tell me when you're ready. So like, no one needs to be an early bird like you and I, but maybe it's like, Guys, you know, after we wake up in the morning, we can just slowly make our ways to the couch and just like, as we're kind of yeah. unwinding and like waking up and, you know, hearing the busyness of the day and the sun's coming up, um, I like so the- that you had time, just a little more time. And I feel like even as you're saying it and I'm like envisioning it, mm-hmm. I feel like it would be something that the kids would be ex- excited to get out of bed for. We're right now. Yeah. The I say, I wake them up and I, I give them a minute. Like I go in there and I wake them each up and I have like a, a moment with them. And then I know they take a minute. So then I go to like my bathroom and I'm like doing a little bit to get myself ready. And then I come back out to see like if they've gotten themselves like moving. Yeah. And the first thing is always, all right guys, make sure you go brush your teeth and put on your clothes. So it's like from the, right when they get up, the first responsibility they have is really like 
it's not a chore, but it kind you know, it's yeah, like, oh, totally. it's like, it's a like job. the day's already started. Yes. Like we have to do this. Where maybe if, if I had, if I banked in mm-hmm. even five minutes yeah. of like, meet me on the couch mm-hmm. and banked in like five minutes of like some kind of sweet moment where it's like, it gets them, it, it gets them out of bed, which is a bonus because they're getting themselves up, but it's something they're excited about instead of the chore right off the, it's not a chore, yeah, but you know what I mean? No. Whatever, right off the bat. The habitualness of like being yeah. a human. You have to brush yeah, your yeah. teeth, go to the bathroom, the change. Yeah. 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 Something that I'm enjoying now that I am just like holding on to so hard because I know it's not going to be there forever is I do Millie's hair. Now, she barely has enough for a paintbrush, you guys, but she finally has hair. She never had hair. Oh, she finally has hair. She's so cute. And like, I love that we have this little thing where sometimes she's in her high chair, sometimes she's on the poof and I'm sitting in the couch, but I get to do her hair and she sits still for me and I get to touch her. You know, I get to give her a little massage, maybe say some affirmations to her like, oh my gosh, Millie, do you know how magical you are? Like you're going to have the best day ever. Miss Karen's coming because maybe that day I'm working or you and I get to do something together because dad and brother are going to be doing something. And like, I look forward to like putting her hair in a pony and asking her like, do you want one pony? Do you want two? But just yeah. that feeling where we're connecting, it's one-on-one time and we get to do that. Um, and again, you know, my kids aren't in school yet, right. but just having like these things where you guys get to connect and have that time together. Yeah. There was this, there's this girl that I really like. Her name's Lacey Phillips and she had posted something on Instagram the other day and it said like, your insecurities are not there. I think she used the word insecurity. I can't remember, but something like your insecurities are not there to like, torture you they're Mm. there to teach you oh wow the idea that like where we have an issue of some sort it's like a window into like a pain point you know there's like a pain point somewhere because for people who don't have an issue there they don't feel that same thing they don't notice it right so like we each have our own little random things so I wonder like I'm trying to think about like the areas in which I find myself where I don't feel like I'm being really on it Mm -hmm. you know where I'm like oh man I don't like the way I want like I wonder if like instead of me just feeling badly about them I wonder if instead I could like almost you think of it that way be like okay that's that's clearly a pain point for me so what is that thing if I go in and I try to say I don't want to feel that way anymore Mm -hmm. what do I have to do to get rid of it because our goal here is like no mom guilt right like kill mom guilt once and for Mm -hmm. all so if I can find where it flares or where I feel less than or where I feel like I didn't I I wasn't happy with Mm -hmm. myself use it as like an access point and then dig deeper and say, okay, what was that? So what was that, right? Like what was the reason for that? And then try to find a way to just eradicate it selfishly, not only for yeah, them because it'll totally. be better, for them, but just selfishly to for myself. To get rid of that feeling. So I don't feel like an asshole. Yes. No. Um, something that my sister taught me because uh, she looks back on on her mothering journey, now the kids are 12 and 10, that she regrets, you know? And, and gosh, there's something so beautiful about when – I don't know about beautiful, but amazing. I don't know. Um, weird, powerful. awesome, powerful. Yeah. When other people share things that they wish they would have done. Oh, yes. Is that you get to use, you know, things that they, their regret or their lesson learned. You get to take that and um, apply it to your life. So she used to be so stressed about the house. Mm. They lived in this big ginormous house with this fancy sink and you couldn't do certain things and you couldn't put pots in it because it might you know like ding the sink and you couldn't you know wear your shoes in this area or whatever and the play toys needed to stay in the playroom 
And she has told me this a couple times because she finds, you know, that maybe, you know, I get stressed about the house and everything. And she's like, Brandy, if I would have gone back in time and just let those dishes pile up because the boys wanted to have a mud fight in the backyard or because, you know, even though it was the sun's about to set, but they really wanted to go to the pool um, in their, you know, gated community, they would have done it. Like all these things. And a lot of it went back to like the house. So I decided to empower myself with that. Meaning, I let go of this stress that I would have sometimes about the way my house looked. Now, I don't live in filth, and I actually think my house, like, is usually put together. But there are some days where, like, oh, my gosh, it's like the dishwasher needs to be taken out. You know, the dishes are full. I still have, like, just things to finish. The laundry is done. And I just decided to let go of all those things on that list and just be in the moment with my kids. And just like take that as a moment to say like, you know what? I've decided that that is how my sink is going to look because I have put value on the time that I'm spending with my children right now. Just like during nap time, it's like, oh, I could be doing work. No, some days I give myself permission to take a nap too because that's what my body needs. And it's like changing the way that we view things like, oh crap, I'm not a great mom because our house is in disarray or because we're going to go to In-N-Out for dinner instead of making a home-cooked meal. Like giving yourself permission to just, no, I'm choosing this because this is what's important. And five years from now, I'm not going to remember this five minute, you know, fire that's happening at work. I'm going to remember the moment that I'm having with my kids. And I've been doing that and it has made me feel so much better. And also my house has slowly started looking more put together because (laughs) I'm just like finishing tasks when they need to be finished. Oh, how has your week been? (laughs) How has your week been? It's been good. It was a crazy. We're almost at the end of the week. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's been a lot. Like I'm, I'm excited right now because there's a lot of fun stuff going on with work. Yeah. Like there's a lot of things that I feel like I've been trying to, trying to work towards for a long time. And all of a sudden there feels like there's like magic in the air and opportunities are coming Mm -hmm. and meetings I've wanted for a long time are happening. And so like on a personal note, I feel really, really excited in that way. Like I feel, and like, that's something that I hope, not that I hope, that's something that I want to like share with, with everyone listening is as things happen, just because I think like I'm always, I'm always curious with other people, mm-hmm. like in their jobs and their yeah. careers, like what does progress look like in your life and what does like, what happens? And so for me, there's been shows that I've been wanting to pitch and I've been wanting to get more into producing. And so I produced a sizzle reel for a friend who's an incredible chef at like a fancy Beverly Hills hotel in LA and starting to get like meetings, like pitching that as a producer, like sitting in the chair, not as talent, not being like, like me, but like, mm-hmm feeling like a bit of a boss. And I feel like even that dynamic has really changed the way that I'm going into all the other meetings, even when I am going in as quote talent. Like I just feel more empowered. Like the content sells itself. I'm a creator. It doesn't matter how I look or how I sound because the content sells itself. And I'm passionate about all the things I'm doing. So I feel like you, if you're not, if you're not excited about this, you're not the right partner and that's fine because like I'm doing this thing. Mm -hmm. So I feel like in a, in a, the work personal, like I feel really, really just like excited and focused and that to me is like one of the things because I feel like that's such a big part of who I am that I feel really well balanced mm-hmm. when those things are are doing well. And I try to remind myself of that to be like, okay, that's something that's going, that's doing well and like let myself like appreciate it yeah. and like sit in it for a minute. Because I think that it's so natural for us, especially I think everybody, but when you have like 
something big you want to do, you almost don't ever enjoy the little wins because the yes. like you're still try- like when for example like I remember I got I got a show on E and like I should have just sat there and enjoyed it, but it, instead I was so concerned about how to make it better so we could get a season two, which we didn't. Mm-hmm. That I didn't enjoy yeah. season one because I was so focused on what was What's next. What's next, yeah. Like, today, you and me, we had mm-hmm. a really great meeting mm-hmm. that was, like, exciting. Yeah. And, like, regardless of what comes, I, like, let myself have butterflies in my car when I got mm-hmm. in the parking lot to be, like, that was a meeting in a big fancy building yes. with a fancy person that went really well. And, like, I'm going to let myself sit there and feel really good about that. I think it's important to have those pinch me moments all the time. And I, I always say this because I'm from a small town in Arizona called Sierra Vista. Um, that I'm a small town girl with big city dreams because I always think back to, like, what I thought about L.A., yeah. how it looked, you know, and, and what it's like. And it's like, I'm here. I'm living my dream. I have a beautiful, healthy family. And, like, yes, you're allowed to feel good when those moments happen. Yeah. And to, like, check yourself and be like, wait a second. Um, I remember you and I talked about this before about how, um, when's the last time you like wrote a resume, you know? Oh my gosh. I don't know. Maybe we're talking about this with a guest that we're so excited for you guys to, um, um, hear about. Uh, but we were talking about like, until you write down your accolades or where you've been, you don't really appreciate where you're going, right? You forget all of the little milestones and the awards and, and all of those things because you're too busy looking forward. Yes. Instead of appreciating what's behind you and being present in where you're standing right at this very minute. Yeah, even if that thing is just like, I'm an well, adult. Well, I'm going to give you an like, example. Motherhood. Like, yeah. like for all the moms that don't have careers and you're kind of like, okay, I don't relate to that. I'll tell you something that I'm proud of this week. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I'm a fairly new mom, even though I cannot imagine my life before my kids. Um, and I mean that wholeheartedly, like none of that matters. My husband and I say it all the time. We're like, gosh, we had no idea how good life could be until we had our babies. But um, as I said, Millie's a couple years old. Sonny's a newborn. I just got to a point where I feel good about when my children are with someone else. And I know mm. this is a struggle that a lot of my new mamas have. I get messages all the time. When is it not going to hurt so bad when you're away from your child? And I will tell you, I used to physically get sick when I was away from my daughter, my firstborn. But now I'm at a place, and I think a lot of it is time. It's the wisdom that you get as a mother that just innately happens to you when you are like, you know what, I got this. And I found someone that is capable and um, incredible. And gosh, I hope for all of you guys listening, has their own beautiful relationship with your child and is teaching them so many great things. Like there's nothing better than seeing the woman that takes care of our kids have their own inside joke with your kid and your kid isn't crying that like mommy's going to work. Millie gets excited like mommy's working. Yep. mm -hmm. Mommy and Sunny are going to be with Miss Karen. I mean, but this is a win for me because I used to be so, it used to be paralyzing at the idea that while I'm at work, half of my brain was not going to be there and my heart because my kids weren't with me. Wow. And not feeling like I could devote. And I'm still getting there. I mean, I also have a newborn. I'm, I'm pumping. You know, I pumped before we, we shot this. I'll probably have to breast pump again because I'm yes. still in it. But um, that, that little victory of, wow, like, I can do this. Yep. I can focus on this. And I also um, can be a mom. And I can be a good mom. So... 
I get this all the time. You will find someone that is capable, that you trust, that you get that gut feeling with, that is going to do a great job and the world keeps going. And there's plenty of single moms that have been doing it this whole time. And there's plenty of... Um, of other moms and, and dads that do it all the time, right? You know what's funny? As you said this, I think we should make this a thing that we do at the end right before we do, we share our products that okay. we're excited about is we should say one moment we're really proud of for the week and one moment maybe we wish we could change. Because like, I think that there's a lot of, first of all, there's a lot of power in just like we were saying now, just like giving yourself some credit yeah. and being like, oh, well I had this moment and it was really, it was great. And either for me selfishly, not selfishly, uh, yeah. individually mm-hmm. I had this or as a mom I had this. And then the thing that I would change so that like something to know to learn from, yes. I think it'd be really cool. And I think maybe even if you guys can do it like at night before you go to bed, like what was something today I was really proud of and what was something that maybe I would have done differently so that. You're like in touch with what's going on. I think it would be like a fun... I think there's something really important about when you reflect about what happened. Like sometimes it feels like life happens to us and life hijacks us. And you look up and you're like, oh my God, three months have passed. Yes. Like what the heck happened? Oh, it flies by. And then it's like, if you take those times, like what Orly does in the morning to journal or before you go to bed and maybe you have a gratitude journal or you just kind of check in with yourself or check in with your spouse and just like, think about the day, you know, and just calm yourself and Mm -hmm. like, really just like have some peace, put your phone down. I think that you can continue to learn from yourself. Yeah. Especially because like we were talking about in the beginning, because we're each so incredibly different as Mm -hmm. individuals and as parents, the things that you are proud of are going to be so different. Yeah. Like, like to me, when you're talking about like being so uh-huh. happy that you feel good, like leaving, like I, like, you're like what? That yeah. was like not even a thing. Not even yeah. a thing, right? Like that wouldn't have even mm-hmm. registered as a thing to be to be proud of. So it's like we each have our own things that are so specific to us, and so like really doing it. It's almost like reminding your, it's like, it's like clarifying who you are, just a little bit over and over again, just getting more and more clear, and that's really what we want to. For us, what was so important about doing this was like, if you can really get clear on who you are and what kind of mom you are, then you are unbothered by the noise. Then you can own that journey. Yes. You know, then you can feel good in it. You can embrace it. You can step into it with like some power and just like, yeah, put your blinders on and just know exactly the woman that you are, the mother that you are, and the mother that you're meant to be. What's that Lizzo song? I just oh got my a DNA God, test and I'm 100% that bitch. Yes. You should, I'm a, I got a DNA yes. and I'm 100% that mom. Yes. Like it should be that thing where it's like you can so much, when someone says something to you, you be like, oh no, I'm not that kind of mom. Mm-hmm. Like no, nope. like unfazed. Yeah. No. Nope. Or yeah. yeah, oh no, no, I am so, whatever it is. Instead like, of getting in the car and like playing this yeah, mind game like, oh where you're God. like, oh my God, I sh- yes, I exactly. should be doing that. Uh-huh. She's doing that. And like, yeah. oh my God, is are her kids better than my, like, it's just like, who cares? Oh who the frick cares? Oh. I'm just saying, do you have any, um, do you have a product you can think of that we can share today? This is like Ooh. our first, like you and me, but I have one that I would love to share. Yeah. If you, so I can start. Yes. So when I was talking about this Boston trip, um, I went to Living Proof. Now I will say, I already uh, fulfilled all of my responsibilities. So this is not me fulfilling a responsibility. This is not a brand. sponsored ad. Yeah, this is not sponsored. This is just 
Um, sometimes the one cool thing about what we do is that we do get an opportunity to get kind of a behind the scenes look at the way that things work. And then you're like, holy cow, mm-hmm. I would have never known that. So they have this dry shampoo and I'm going to explain the way that it works because we literally, it was the coolest thing ever. We put on like goggles and like lab coats and went into the lab and they showed us wow. how they make it. So I, like they like had things where they're like, no cameras right now. Cause this is like proprietary. This is patented. It was so cool. So anyway, the way that their, their dry shampoo works is there's two main ingredients that are like the two most powerful. One is a powder that goes after the oil in your hair. Another is this liquid that looks almost like water and it goes after the moisture. So like the salt water, which is your sweat in your Mm -hmm. hair, because the same thing could not attack both because water and oil repel each other. So the same thing wouldn't be able to attract both. So most dry shampoos just have a powder that grabs the oil and that's it. So they have this thing and at the bottom of the can is the the powder and the top is like most of the liquid. So you have to shake it before you use it, which I never knew and I was doing it wrong the whole time. (laughs) So you shake it, then you spray it all in your root and you're supposed to let it sit for like 30 seconds to a minute. You can leave it on for like the whole time you do your makeup. But what it does is the two different things combined like so freaking crazy. They showed us a visual, which I can't like share with you, but like imagine it like creates a little bubble around the oil and around the water in your hair and the salt water, right? And it creates these little bubbles. After 30 to 45 seconds, it like holds onto them and dries. And then you flip your head and you shake and it falls out, taking (laughs) the oil and the sweat with it. So I used to think that like you put dry shampoo, it just sort of like the powder, like baby powder, like absorbs the oil and it just kind of disguises it and it doesn't look greasy anymore. I didn't know that there was a way to get it out so like when they were showing it to us and they're showing it like under a microscope and like this is the hair and all the science behind it and all the science and all the crazy stuff I just was like this is legit like this actually works where because my hair is thin but I have a lot of it so it gets oily really fast Mm -hmm. I don't have that hair that like is good coarse like thick awesome hair so for me dry shampoo is a must because otherwise I wash my hair every day so since learning about it and like doing it the right way I just think it's it's like such a cool product and I like the brand a lot because they were explaining how like the FDA doesn't really regulate the beauty industry. Mm -hmm. Like really, they're sort of like a self-regulated industry. And so there's a lot of lying and there's a lot of false claims and nothing's really being regulated or checked at all. So they internally, because they were created by like biotech, it was like a a hairstylist, a biotech engineer and venture capitalist Mm -hmm. that created the company. They have all of this science and testing and labs that they elect to do. Like no one's telling them that it's the extra cost, the time, the R and D that they go through because they want to be like a science backed hair company. Like they want that to be their thing. So they, they did like 90 versions of the dry shampoo before they actually put it on the market. So it's like just seeing that they're like, they really care about whether it works. So if you're going to spend $8 on one or $20 on one, there's I, a difference. <laughs> yeah, I'm now like, I'd rather spend the 20 bucks on the one that I know is actually working because I've learned about how it actually works and that they've got all these crazy, they've got like humidity chambers and they test the hair at every level of humidity. Well, also, but, didn't they have you guys work out yes. so that you could really test it this was, product? It was disgusting. <laughs> we, but I was actually like, I was kind of a grump about it. Like I was like, okay, can we do like a fake workout? Yeah. Like this girl was, I mean, it was like a full workout class after a full day after the red oh eye flight. My like gosh. I was not that good of yeah. a sport about it, honestly. But we did a full workout class because they were like, we want to show you what happens. So we shot our hair before. We did the workout class, shot our hair sweaty. Then live, they recorded it, put the dry shampoo and did it. So again, like I said, this isn't like, I already fulfilled all my stuff for them. Like, you know, it was, this was a branded mm-hmm. thing. So I, I did all of that. But now I'm just like, 
legitimately geeked out and excited about it. So now I'm just like sharing it with friends. So that's why I'm sharing it. I will um, put down below the, I mean, you can get it at like Sephora, Ulta, whatever, but I'll put a link down below if you want it. But I'm just like a super fan now. And it's all women. All the chemists are women. It's just freaking wow. such a cool company. I'm obsessed. Yeah. That's also such a cool one because I feel like the number one thing that moms say they don't have time for is to shower, <laughs> much less do their hair. Yeah. So to have a dry shampoo that actually works for possibly days. Oh, yeah. You know, is such Legit. a killer one. Okay, I feel like I should change mine to also be a part of this, like, how can a mom, like, look picked together. Ooh, yeah. Um, I got to find it. So if you guys follow me on Instagram, I have been rocking a bold lip. It's Ooh. not really something that Today I do is. often, but... Someone gave me this lip color, and I guess it works for me. Like, I don't know. It feels like it's it could be. the one you wore be, today. Yeah, it's oh, kind it's of so this, like, orangey-corally burnt red color. I don't know. I'm not a beauty person, but you can get it at Target. Um, but what I like about it is you put the dry shampoo in your hair that Orly just mentioned. You add a lip color, and all of a sudden, you look freaking <laughs> put together, you guys. And dare I say, I'm not a big yoga pant-wearing person, I'm so sorry. I know all of you guys listening are probably wearing them right now. Yeah. Don't be mad at me. It's not because, you know, I'm sure your butt looks good in it. I just feel like I cannot do my day if I'm wearing workout clothes. Like, I feel like yeah. workout clothes need to stay in workout. And listen, five years from now when my kids are old enough for me to go to kid drop-off and, like, all that stuff. I know you guys are pissed already. Um, maybe I will change my tune. But I love the way that I feel in jeans. Yeah. So... I'm just saying, if you're already wearing jeans and a t-shirt, you have the dry shampoo, this is a really cool lip color. So um, the name of it is actually called Day. So the shade is called Day, and it was this really cool collaboration that they did with this makeup artist, um, Miriam. Oh, I'm going to her. But, it's but the brand gonna, is Pixie, right? Yes, it's by Pixie. But this is the... Look oh. at the link below. Yeah, because it looks like Miriam Mukalaja. But I'm sure we're wrong. I'm sure so many of you guys love her and know exactly who she is because I looked up her photo and she's great. Um, but what I love about this shade is it's bold. It kind of just like has this like confidence to it. Yes. I think it's one of those colors that looks really good on fair skin tones, medium skin tones, dark skin tones. It also has some staying power, so it will stay on forever. I've been wearing it for like almost a month now. Um, and you know what's crazy? I can attest to it because we had our yeah. meeting at I 10. Know, right? We were meeting at 10 in we the morning. We ate food. We ate. And Drink it's coffee. now six hours later and you just aggressively, aggressively. wiped it off while we were recording. <laughs> wiped it off with a paper towel. It's legit. True. Like, and it yes. actually didn't, it didn't get weird and Yeah, like, no, it cakey. didn't. It just, you could also wear it as a stain maybe. But anyways, I just think you can't go wrong with a bold lip. And again, I'm someone that never liked lip colors until I actually started venturing into it. So if you want to just like tip your foot in it for yes. a little bit, you can get it at Target. It's by Pixie Beauty. I love a lot of their stuff that they do. Um, we'll put the link below. So we got you set up for the rest of the week. We got it. <laughs> um... Man. Thank you guys, just thank you so much for being here. I feel like we've already gotten so much good feedback on Instagram. By the way, if you're not following us on Instagram, it's at Momhood Show. There are so many great conversations going there. We answer every single DM that we get. There's a lot of, of community happening in every single post. Um, and we try to keep you guys entertained on there. I feel like it's a good mix of being a resource, yes. a continuation of this conversation, but also a little entertainment, something you can scroll online when you're feeding your kid, nursing your kid like I am at night. 
Um, and the cool thing <laughs> is, as you will be able to tell very quickly when you go on, if you have not yet, we're, this is new. Yeah. So this is new. So you're seeing us like develop it right now. So there isn't this big existence. It's not this huge thing. This is literally something that we're like piece by piece building into, like we said, what we see down the road, which feels like it already exists, but we have to get there. So it's piece by piece. And um, and man, you're a part of that. You like are part. Of, you're a big piece of that puzzle. So we hope that you can keep coming and listen. And if you guys are liking it, I know we only have two episodes up but if you are liking it and you're enjoying it i hope that you guys will subscribe to the podcast if you aren't already uh if you give us a five-star review that just really helps the podcast track it'll move it up in the search results so that when people type in mom ours could potentially come mm-hmm. up and they'll find us so um that's the goal is that we really want people to know we exist so that they too can rid the mom guilt from their existence yeah and if anything that we said really resonated with you so, you know screen grab your phone tell us how you feel about it share it with your friends share it on your feed on instagram on facebook on twitter on pinterest like we really want to reach as many moms as possible and I think that we're gonna do that here yeah yeah thanks for listening all right we'll see you next week bye guys bye